0: Inverse Genius Episode 18, More Bond. In this episode, Eric is joined with Patrick Hillier to talk about the Roger Moore, James Bond movies. We actually got to sit in the same room and look at each other while we talked at BGGCon, so it made it even more special. Inverse Genius is sponsored by our incredible Patreons at patreon.com slash obg. Thanks. Welcome to another Inverse Genius episode. I'm Eric Dewey, and I'm here live with the one and only Patrick Hillier. Welcome, Patrick. Hey, thanks for having me back. I'm glad to have you. We have to have you back because we have to continue the uh, James Bond series that we're working on. Hey,
1: we have to do this, or we would uh, live and let die.
0: (laughs) Excellent, excellent. So, um, of course, today we're going to be talking about Roger Moore, who recently passed away, and we're we're about the same age, and so for us, it was always... He was the one that we kind of became more conscious of Bond with. Yeah, he's my first Bond. Yeah, mine too. And then, like, your parents or whoever always say, well, Connery was better. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so... My like, brother, actually, but... Yeah, and then I'm like, well, but I like his movies, right? Yes. And so... And Most I'll, of them. We'll yeah. t- probably talk about a couple. <laughs> and um, as other people started playing Bond, I started to realize each actor brought a different sort of aspect of Yes. Them. And so... But, uh, you know, it was always like a secret shame that I liked Moore better than Connery for a lot of the
1: time. <laughs> well, I think, I, I think also he's probably trying to be different than Connery. Definitely. You know, and he was also, he was probably a pretty well-established actor, right? I mean, he yeah. was the saint. Mm-hmm. And the saint had this certain sort of charm to him, this sort of devilishness to him that I think he was carrying over that Connery didn't have. Yeah. And, um, so he was, he was Roger Moore playing James Bond. He was not... Sean Connery, James Bond. Exactly, and really, after he stopped Bond, he was still always Bond.
0: Yes, right. I'm <laughs> uh, thinking like Cannonball Run, where he was <laughs> he was Bond and all but name. <laughs> yes, yeah. So the other thing is, is that Moore was a mild victim of the times as well. As we get to some of his weaker movies, I think it's it was just a virtue of being in the 70s and things yes. like that. Yeah. But let's let's jump in. So the first one is uh actually it's a great one. It's Live and Let Die. Correct. And uh great theme and mm-hmm. music. Uh, yep. And it has uh it's New Orleans and mm-hmm. uh, sort of generic Caribbean island settings. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think it, it has a feel of of being a carryover movie too. In what um, way? Uh, it still has some classic feel of some of the older James Bond movies, yeah. I think. You know, the um classic spies, some of uh, the, I don't know how to describe it, to put my pin on it, the 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 field agents, the guy who gets killed in, out in the field, just feels yep. like somebody that you'd see in maybe Goldfinger or um, one of the other, the other right. older movies, you know, it just doesn't have that... It, it hasn't trans- transitioned yet into Roger Moore.
0: Exactly. And it's like many movies or Bond movies, the plot starts when a MI6 agent is killed. Yes. <laughs> I think many villains could get away with stuff if they'd stop killing MI6 agents. <laughs> Wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, so Bond's brought in to investigate the death of it. And there's some great uh, things in here because, like, he's totally out of his element. I mean, he's a white British guy in the middle of, you know, black... Uh, uh, New Orleans Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. oh no wait uh, New Orleans right yeah. Then he ends up in Harlem Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, many times It's like there's no way He's blending at all <laughs> Exactly And he doesn't try Right, right. Exactly right. And uh, it also has Jane Seymour Her first Correct. role And she right. plays a fantastic job On mm-hmm. as a Solitaire Yep Solitaire Yes um, there's a little cheekiness that I care, And we had seen cheekiness, definitely, no pun intended, in Diamonds Are Forever. Um, thank, but like... Thank you. Yes. Her uh, tarot cards that she reads, because she's yes. predicting the future, they have 007 on the backs uh, of the cards. I didn't notice that. Yeah, watch, wow. especially... Because at one point, he seduces her by making her pick a card from the deck, and she picks the lovers, so it must be, and then he drops all the cards, and And they're they're all all, lovers. Yes, yes. (laughs) But yeah, you see the back of the cards are 007. (laughs) Mm, Well, that's a neat piece of trivia. Yeah. Um, And so ultimately, oh, and there's Teehee, the the privileged henchman with only one arm, Uh because he got uh, got it bit off by a crocodile. Yes, and then
1: the famous... Crocodile leaping scene.
0: Yes, yes. Because <laughs> they're going to kill Bond by leaving him in this alligator crocodile farm. Yeah, that
1: game. That actually, that movie has like several uh, villain death traps. The uh, <laughs> tying them to the to oh, the yeah, uh, tying to, to the, the armature thing that's raising up above the shark tank and uh, leaving them against the crocodiles and yep, several things.
0: Yeah, and he has. I think he only really has one real gadget. It's the watch with the big magnet in it.
1: Yeah, he also has some sort of air.
0: Oh, yeah, the air, air gun.
1: gun when she shoots in the, the, the couch that uh, yeah. Whisper's sitting on. Yeah, that's, that's right. Oh, and then he sticks the one in, 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 in Kanga's mouth.
0: Yeah. And uh, just in case you haven't seen it, this is a big of a spoiler, but what's neat is that the, there's actually two bad guys, oh, but they right. turn out to be the same guy. Um, oh, yeah. Which didn't really fool me while I was watching it, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of a neat mm-hmm. little story. But um, I think this is the first time Bond sleeps with a black lady. Oh, right. Because Moore does that at least twice. And, of course, Brosnan does it with...
1: Uh, and it's not that it's yeah. a big deal, but yeah. certainly in the 70s yes. it yes, was. Yes, it starts to become... Oh, what's ha- her name? Uh, uh, I don't remember. She was she was one of the agents. She, she was actually a double agent, too, wasn't that's she? Right. She was working for Kanga. Yeah, and she got killed. Oh, my, my favorite line, too, is when she comes in... And she screams and there's a little hat and and she's she's like she's like, What? And she goes, Oh that hat, it's a voodoo symbol or something like that. And he goes, Well it just looks like a diminutive man who lost a of poor means who lost his fight with a chicken. <laughs> that's right. <'cause> of the <laughs> white feather. Like, <laughs> it's a and it's got some blood on it or something. And yeah. it's just like, I just love that because that's a that's a more kind of joke like exactly, we talked about. Exactly. And that brings up some interesting, because
0: voodoo plays a huge yes, role in it. In right. fact, there's a lot of kind of mysticism mm-hmm. that's considered yeah, yeah. true in this movie. Yeah. With uh, Solitaire and Baron Samedi, who that's, was, because mm-hmm. uh, he, quote unquote, dies in this movie, right? I'm
1: trying well, to remember. He, he falls into that thing of snakes. Yeah, that's right.
0: He falls into the thing of snakes, but then at the very end, we see him riding the front of the train. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. the seven-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sign of her age. Exactly. So he's uh, <laughs> he's laughing at that. Um, and so yeah, and then of course Solitaire's powers yes. appear, appear to yes. be true. Right. And so and I'm trying to think I, there's occasions where they dip into mysticism, but for the most part it's yeah. it's all pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. It's a great it's a good movie. It's, I mean, it's, it's really great. And, oh, one last thing to add on. There's big boat chase, road chase. Oh
1: my goodness, yeah. And Pepper.
0: It, it brings in Sheriff Sheriff. Who is your quintessential stereotypical redneck, heavy set Chaw in the mouth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mouth. Uh, you know, I think Jackie Gleason based his uh, smoking the bandit character off of uh-huh. this guy because they're almost the same. And yes, apparently he was real popular because he's about to pop up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, there's a world record, I think, with that boat leap. If oh, I remember yeah? correctly, that's uh, right. Uh, over the uh, over the the land bridge there, over the cop cars, was some sort of record. Yeah. And we'll talk about other records, I think, later. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, world records in in the movies. So, so yeah. So
0: I think a *Living Let Die* was a great, solid performance for, uh, or great pre- premiere
1: performance for Moore as yes. Bond. Yes, yes, I think it, it really uh, established him as Bond and allowed him to move forward into the next. Yes. The next step.
0: <laughs> so the next step is *The Man with the Golden Gun*, Mm-hmm. where. Somebody hates Bond so much he makes a wax statue of him in his funhouse on his island and then hunts him down in the funhouse. Yes. Which, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: this is probably the
1: one of the weaker ones, I guess.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, so Scaramanga is this world-class assassin. He gets paid a million dollars a hit, and he sends a golden bullet to tell people he's going to kill him. Yeah. And sure enough, Bond gets one. And great line here is, you know, Bond's like, well, who would want to spend a million dollars to kill me? And M's like, you know, angry tailors, <laughs> angry husbands. He just makes this list of all
1: these people. <laughs> yes, uh, was it Christopher Lee mm-hmm. playing Christopher Lee. Manga? Who does a and good job? He does. He does. Um, I think. I think the biggest issue with Christopher Lee is he's not v- villainous. No, he's played off as sort of a sympathetic villain. You know, they play mm-hmm. this story about him being in a circus and his. Something about his elephant gets his elephants get sh- shot, elephant shot, you know, yeah. and he just comes across as being really like this sad story mm-hmm. rather than this evil villain like like an who's like a drug dealer, you know. Right? And just like why do we want to hate this guy? Other than he wants to kill Bond. I mean, that's you know, yeah. a bad thing, but exactly, he just doesn't really come across as being villainous,
0: right? And he steals what is it, the Solex or something? Yeah. It collects the sun, makes a laser, right? Something like that. So yeah. that's arguably why they're after him as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, you're right. I mean, he's almost—he obviously has an obsession with Bond, but he's almost a dude just doing a job. Correct.
1: Right. uh, And and also just has some other sort of annoying, comical things like um, I think is Mary Goodnight Mm -hmm. is this sort of this bumbling sidekick
0: agent rather than exactly she doesn't she gets locked in a trunk accidentally
1: rather than the rather than a, a. a competent right. uh, assistant agent like he had in the previous movie or um Knickknack. The, yeah, I keep wanting to call him Tattoo. It's Herbie. Yeah, I know. Villachez uh, is, is kind of comical in this. He gets locked in the steamer trunk yep. at the end. Yep. And, uh, and of course, you know, we talked about records again, so they set another world record, right, with the... Well, this one didn't have a world record, but they do this amazing stunt. And this, to me, is the highlight of the movie. This is yes. while I watch the yes. movie. Yes. right. Yes. But <laughs> I have to put it on mute.
0: Yes. Okay. So okay. <laughs> So the stunt is Bond's being chased. Oh, well, like Bond's being chased in its car chase, and he's going down these broken, beat-up roads, and there's uh, a washed-out bridge. And so he leaps his car over the bridge. You're like, okay, I've seen that. I'll but the bridge is curved. So he leaps, and the car actually rolls in midair and then lands... I'm using my hand like you can see. It, yeah. It's <laughs> it like lands. a corkscrew. Yeah, it's a corkscrew. And they actually use the computer to calculate angles and yeah. it's one of those do in one take kind of yeah. things. And it is an amazing stunt. Yes. And is ruined
1: by <laughs> a whistle. A, a slide, slide whistle. whistle. Yes. Yeah, so uh, as it goes up it's like,
0: <laughs> you <know>,
1: like <laughs> Yeah. And so uh,
0: a part of this, a big chunk of it, takes place in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. And apparently who's vacationing in Bangkok? Yeah. Sheriff J.W. Peppers. Yeah. And so Bond gets an opportunity to team up
1: with him again.
0: And just, I think, more more comic uh, relief. Just for more comic <laughs> relief.
1: Yeah. If you weren't were, lounge around your PJs <laughs> or yeah, yeah. something about that. Thing. Exactly. I don't remember what he says. But, you know, he's off. Sheriff J.W. Peppers off to get the communists. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, and so really the climax of the movie is the big duel between Bond and Scaramanga. And it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Clearly, it never would have been filmed that way today um, because they're going through this, it's a literal funhouse. Like a funhouse, right. Yeah. And so, and uh, there's a neat little twist. Bond puts a twist on it and Mm -hmm. ends up getting Scaramanga and winning. But honestly, as strong as Live and Let Die was, I think this one was the weakest. The Golden Gun was, yes, was like the polar opposite. Right.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not one of my favorites. Yeah.
0: But once again, the next movie they come back, they really come back swinging. Yes. And that is The Spy Who Loved Me. Huge. Yes. So this one uh, brings in Don- Bond has to work with Agent Triple X. Yes.
1: Barbara Bach, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and
0: she's gorgeous. She is Ring- Mrs. Ringo Starr. <laughs> mm. Oh, she? Yep, yep. Okay. At least at one, a long time she was. I think she still uh-huh. is. But yeah, so she's. KGB agent Triple X. and yes. at the very beginning of the movie, in a really cool ski stunt, uh, yes. Bond kills this agent who's chasing after him, which turns out to be fiancé? Her, her yeah, a husband, yeah, fiancé? Yeah, yeah,
1: some sort of yeah, and so significant she, other.
0: She hates Bond, but oh my gosh, there's such a terrible crisis going on in the world, she has to work with him. Uh-huh. Uh, and they worked really hard coming up with the plot. They found a script for um, Thunderball, or You Only Live Twice, because basically... Submarines are being captured from both sides, and, <laughs> and someone's going to instigate a nuclear war. Right, <laughs> so they have to go and take care of that. Uh, and then, the person in this case is Stromberg, as mm-hmm. marine biologist, something he loves the sea. Yes, has web yes. hands and stuff, and so he's created this. His, his goal is to flood the earth and live under the sea and rule yeah. the remains of the world. Yeah, and he's going to do it by using nuclear weapons on submarines, and so they have to go and stop him. Yeah, all right. Um, but there's some fantastic gadgets and some fantastic bad guys. What are, what are, what is... Now, now does the Spider-Love Me the one with the, with the flag? Uh, no,
1: that is View to a Kill. Or at least, um, maybe. I think this is when Bond leaves the... Oh, no, you're right. When right. he leaves off the off, edge of the... Leaps off the edge of the mountain with a giant flag parachute. Yeah, yeah. And that was also a big one-shot giant. Yes. He leaves, he leaves... He gets some sort of message on his fancy digital, yeah, watch. like a dot matrix, yeah, like watch. a dot matrix <laughs> printer watch. When he's, I think he's sleeping with, with the, some, some, one of his mm-hmm. conquests, and he he skis down the mountain and he parachutes out, and it's the the British flag. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Which and they just they're like this giant long shot and uh, just amazing yeah. visuals. And I remember hearing about how how. Hard, hard of a shot that was for them to do uh, yeah. when you read about it and hear about it outside of the movie. And I think that's really
0: kind of tr- uh, true for most of the Moore movies. It's now that I'm
1: thinking about it. there are some amazing, amazing mm-hmm. stunts they do. Right, and that's all pre-digital right. stuff. Right. right, So this is all yeah. one shot, mm-hmm. you know, do it from multiple camera
0: angles and hope it works. And- exactly. And in this era of movie making there tends to be these longer shots i mean Mm -hmm. if we look at some of the stunts in daniel craig's era right some of them are kind of neat like when in the the aston martin wrecks in casino royale but for the most part it's quick jumps and short stuff i mean there's action but it's not these
1: grandiose stunts right and it lasts a long time yeah you don't see that nowadays this just this long pan of this Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guy falling in, in, in a
0: parachute. <laughs> yeah, it's almost works. like like Jackie Chan is like, I did this stunt. You're going to see it from four different angles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, although I'm curious about how subtle they want their spies to be if they issue them Union Jack parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but uh, he also has the car. Oh so, yeah He did obviously, up. Yep, the The Aston Martin DB5 Is of course The quintessential James Bond car But mm-hmm. number two Has got to be The Lotus Esprit That yes. turns into a submarine
1: <laughs> Absolutely I had this as a toy You too A car
0: Yep uh, Shot a little uh, Plastic rocket up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah it
1: had, little, it had a It had a periscope And uh Shot a rocket up, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so yeah, of course,
0: the Lotus Esprit was a really unique-looking car. It was very wedge-like.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably for those who don't know, it probably, I mean, the closest as a visual or modern movie would be a white version of the um, um, time-traveling car. The oh, the DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah, yeah very angular. Thing, very, very, very angular like that. Yeah, and so, yeah, and
0: so it turns into a submarine, which was useful because the bad guy mm-hmm. lives underwater half the time. Exactly. So. And uh, there's a really cool fight scene where the uh, there's uh, dudes on scuba gear and, mm-hmm. and uh, submersible oh,
1: propeller bike yeah. things. Yeah, and there's a lot of neat yeah. underwater scenery in, in <laughs> this particular movie.
0: And then at the end, when they're finished with their underwater stuff, he just drives up the beach and everyone's like, oh, what is yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he nods
1: his window and drops a little fish yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's much for a submarine <laughs> car. A fish, yeah. A fish, a fish, fish can get in. into it. <laughs> You can see triple X bailing
0: it out. While yeah, um, uh,
1: I did. I did like uh, uh, the the the, um, the villains. You know, sort of octopus like lair. Yeah, you know, and it had to come out from under the water, and it was done in a very uh, slow motion mm-hmm. film with the, the the water bubbling to yeah. make it look like it was bigger than it really was. Exactly. Exactly. In a Ray Harryhausen sort of way.
0: Right. Right. And, uh, actually the more that we talk about, it, there's so many parallels between this and you only live twice because, mm-hmm. you know, volcano base, underwater yeah, base, yeah. stolen, you know, big, there's a big assault scene where mm-hmm. the I don't remember if the Russians participated. I know the British participate in it. Like all the, the soldier or, uh, sailors that were captured because they had this super tanker type Oh, ship right. Yeah. That, that, that ate. Ate the, su- <laughs> ate
1: the submarines. <laughs> Gosh, you're right. I forgot how parallel it was.
0: Yeah. And then, um. But the big, one of the big things, literally, in The Privileged Henchman was the introduction of? Jaws. Jaws. Richard Keel plays Jaws, who's just this big guy anyway, but he's got the big metal teeth. And mm-hmm. They're
1: like stainless steel.
0: Right. And his preferred method of dispatching people, apparently, <laughs> is just to bite out their throat or their yeah. jugular.
1: yeah. Or 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 a, or a wire that they're trying to climb across. Oh, right. Or whatever right. with. <laughs> <laughs> he bites a lot of
0: things. Yes, <laughs> and uh, he's one of those that's unstoppable. He, he makes it. I think. Do we know his fate at the end of the movie? Does it look like he dies? I think it I looks remember. like he gets
1: hurt, but he's, he he yeah. always reappears. Yeah, he's he's. Yeah, they have that whole scene where they're they're uh, they're in the desert. Is that this one? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're in the e- desert, and, and he's, like, ripping the van apart, yes. and they keep smashing him with it. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, they just can't stop him. They just yeah. have to run away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and so Anya Am- Aunt Asimov? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. is You know, she hates Bond because he killed her fiancé, but they have worked together, and, oh, gosh, by the end, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> she falls in love with him. Yeah,
1: Bond's got that, that Got ability. that charm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And they save the world, but... Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it hits everything you want a Bond movie to have: cool yes. vehicles, exciting chases, mm-hmm. you know, big world-changing bad guys, and and
1: uh. is this this song uh, nobody does it better. Oh yeah, that's right, right. Carly this Simon. Is, this is one of the ones though that's um like it's not a movie, you know, like. A lot of the theme songs are are about the movie, movie, but this is just nobody does it better.
0: Right, yeah. And that was a. Live and Let Die, of course, was a hit because Paul McCartney did it. Yes. In Wings. But yeah, this was a big hit for Carly Simon as well. Yes, it was, yeah. In fact, a lot of Moore's movies' themes became hits now that I'm thinking about Mm it. Well, Man with the Golden Gun was by Lulu. That
1: wasn't (laughs) wasn't a big hit. Yeah, anyway. Maybe in in England. Anyway. (laughs) So cool. So next. well, let's let's just talk oh. about what. Okay, now so so the Spy Who Me was in 1977. So what oh. else came out in <laughs> 1977? There's a
0: small <laughs> movie you may have heard of called Star Wars. Right. <laughs> Seemed to make a big hit. Yes. <laughs> Seemed to be popular. Right. And For Your Eyes Only was to be the next movie in the Bond series, but due to the due to the incredible success of Star Wars, they scrapped those plans and went instead with Moonraker. Yay. Which is half of a good movie. <laughs> In my opinion. Yes. yes. (laughs) Um, So in Moonraker, we have Hugo Drax, Mm -hmm. who's the big bad guy and owns a fleet of space shuttles. And he basically does the exact same thing Stromberg wants to do. But instead of living in the ocean, they're going to live up in space. Yes. They're going to drop nerve gas, kill everybody, and then recolonize the planet. Yep. So got to stop that. That's
1: bad. That's bad.
0: And so they send out Bomb to do that. So the first half of the movie is actually, in my opinion, a really great spy Mm -hmm. movie. He teams up with... Goodhead Holly Goodhead.
1: Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, no. It, no! It's Mary Goodnight, and then Holly Goodhead, Goodhead is the scientist. You're right. That's so right. she's smart. She's, she's scientist. Um, she's also CIA agent. Is she not? Uh, sounds right. Yeah,
0: because they're they're in her room or whatnot, and he finds like a cigarette lighter flamethrower and a bunch mm-hmm, of you know mm-hmm. the CIA equivalent of Q branch. Yes. And so, uh, and so, yeah. There's a bunch of neat spy stuff going on at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he gets cap- Bond gets captured, and he's in a uh, ambulance. And there's like he escapes by riding the gurney. Oh, right. out of the ambulance! Yes, I remember that. No, <laughs> and an incredible boat chase down in the in, the in Rio in, or uh, uh, Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, where he's got a tricked out Q boat. And yes. and who's chasing him once again? Yeah. Uh. Big guy with silver teeth. Oh, Jaws shows up again. <laughs> so yes. Jaws shows up. it's a funny scene, in my opinion. I'm curious why it went this way, but so they have speedboats chasing Bond's boat, yes. and and Jaws is standing in the front, and he's got a little Mac Ten, a little it's a little tiniest, you know, yeah. submachine gun, and he's a big guy, and <laughs> he's just a little like, <laughs> and I was like, man, why don't they give him a bigger gun? But uh, at the end, the boat doesn't make it, but he pops a hang glider out of the roof and and glides away on that, and. Uh, Oh, and this is the one where he has the wrist dart gun from Q-Branch because he gets stuck in a centrifuge simulator Oh, right. Simulator, that is right. And, he's yeah. gonna, and that, that scene seemed to last forever, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah. But he's got um, to shoot his dart gun and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that like I said, I really loved the first half of the movie. And, and uh, Holly, good night, good head, whichever one it is. She doesn't trust him yes. for a while, but yes. eventually, of course, they become a good team and... and but, unfortunately, Drax is up in space, and so they got to go up in space and get him. So they sneak aboard one of his space shuttles after, oh, I guess the death trap was they were going to be underneath the space shuttle when it launched. Oh, that's correct, yeah. And so they break out of that, sneak aboard, fly up to space, and here's where it all falls apart. Mm-hmm. Because Star Wars was a hit. So, suddenly, apparently, all the governments, or at least the British and the American yes. government, have space marines with laser guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and their own fleet of space shuttles own that just fleet happen space to be shuttle. available. Exactly. And so, there's this big Star Wars-era space battle yeah. up, in the, up in there. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, a lot of pew-pew, a <laughs> lot of zap-zap. And it just sort of deflates the whole movie. Yeah. Now, luckily... And, and
1: Jaws shows up with his little
0: Jaws gets girlfriend a girlfriend.
1: And and Maybe be long stockings-ish looking girl.
0: Yep. Yeah, because what's funny is that Drax is very, you know, he, uh, he he's picking the perfect rate people. Right. To, it's, it's almost Aryan. Right. But except for this one mildly homely girl who they, you know, dress up in pigtails and whatnot, yeah. who apparently is perfectly matched, you know, e-harmony for, for Jaws. <laughs> and he decides he doesn't want to be a bad guy anymore. And so he, uh, he and her, do they just fall to earth or do they get an escape pod? Somehow or another, they make it back down to earth yes. and just... Go off in From the there. distance and live their lives, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. whatever kind of children they make, <laughs> becoming a farmer or something peaceful like that. Yes. He retires the stainless steel teeth. Yep. And, but the, the competition with Drax is pretty decent inside the base. It's all falling apart, of course. So they have to escape and mm-hmm. ultimately they do. And Bond and her share a moment as, you know, in the deno of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so that's, that's it. Um, you know, the book and Moonraker is really a series of short stories, and there's little bits and pieces of the Moonraker movie in the book, but mm-hmm. you'll also see a bunch of bits and pieces from other movies. Yeah, but clearly a weaker effort. I mean. It is.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some fun fun things in in the beginning, like you said. Like there's some parts in Venice too, where he's got the, oh, the, the, yeah, gondola. the gondola, the hovercraft gondola, uh-huh. and. Um, I forget. You know, we're at a board gaming convention, so I'll just mention it. I forget what we were playing some some game, and, and it was about glass making, and it was like oh. it was like yeah, this is in Venice. Don't you remember in Moonraker when they were doing the they were doing these octagonal glass things that were were part of the uh, part of the the, the nerve machine, the nerve agent yeah. things because that's where they make <laughs> glass in Venice. Don't you remember that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so cause there was, was, did, was it like a, a kendo guy he was fighting or there was uh, yes been? yeah that was like there were these Japanese ninjas <laughs> that showed up <laughs> yeah the mostly there of, to and, break glass. And, and, Yes, in the middle of Venice to uh, to stop him from in this lab, and then I forget what happened. He got knocked out, and then he woke up, and he he brought everyone back, and the lab had disappeared. and
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, all right, we found it. They didn't believe him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is this the first one where we visit Q's lab, and he's got like 46 different gadgets going on in there's the background? Definitely a lot of gadgets, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember any of them off the top of my head. Oh, there's mm-hmm. the laser gun. That's right. Because they show the laser gun oh, melting of, a, melting, a, melting the guy's, guy's face. yeah, yeah. And so in the back, I and mean, almost all of these gadgets are comic relief gadgets. Yes, um, but and it becomes a running a running thing that you see for many Bond movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, Q's a Q's a pretty pretty loved character. Oh, absolutely, Q. Yeah, and
0: it's always like there's a guy with a broken arm. Like, how's your arm, Tippins? Yeah. It's fine. And then the cast <laughs> smashes this dummy
1: that's next to him. You know, so. right?
0: So there's there's a.
1: It's, yeah, it's and great. he's almost you know he's kind of like uh bonds foil too right you know, yeah he's always good.
0: serious and bonds and you know,
1: giving him a hard time about all his work yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah this is uh, uh it's hard to say uh, probably my least favorite of the of the more movies my least watchable i mean i don't like the man with the golden gun that much i know it's not that great but i Uh, of them, this is probably the one I'd rather not watch. Yeah, like I
0: said, I'll usually watch the first half. (laughs) Yeah. Because I do like some of the stuff that
1: goes on there. Yeah, that first half's pretty solid. Yeah.
0: All right, so now we're going to hit, and this one's a special one to me because this was the first one I ever saw, you know, on HBO or whatever. Mm. And this is for your eyes only. Yep. And as... As sci-fi and and kind of goofy and whatnot as Moonraker was, For Your Eyes Only is like its opposite. Yes, it is a very straightforward, serious movie. And it even one of the things that when I watch it recently is how quiet the movie is. How Mm -hmm. lack of soundtrack there is in a lot of parts of the movie. Yeah, especially that mountain climbing. Yeah, I was just thinking
1: about (laughs) (laughs) that. And yeah, just you just hear like even the you know the sound of like we drop something. Right, just this eerie quiet of clunk, clunk, clunk of something. Yeah carabiner or something falls. <laughs> so uh, how does uh, how does FreeRiZone oh, I'm trying to remember or, what, well I mean the, the bottom line is it's uh, there's a there's a computer on a submarine A-tack. the ATAC the yeah. ATAC that gets stolen yeah. uh, and they're trying to track that down. Yep.
0: So that's that's the what brings like Bond into it. Is that
1: a co-breaker? Yeah, a code breaker or, or it controls them, the nuclear the missiles. Nuclear so missile I
0: think it's the submarine fleet. It controls the submarine yeah, fleet. It's,
1: it lets you track where they're at in yeah, the water. That's that was what it, it is.
0: And the Russians want it. Yes. And somebody has stolen it. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Christoph's yeah, has stolen it. And so they have to track it down. Yeah. And so the biggest lead that they have is this hitman who killed these People who were normally water archaeologists, but they're also part-time spies. And they yes. had they had recovered it because there was a submarine accident. Yep. Oh, no. I remember what it was. They, there was a fishing trawler that was a spy ship, and it accidentally picked a mine up instead of fish. And it blew up the ship, and the mm. ATAC sank. Mm. So these people were doing archaeology, quote-unquote, but really recovering the, the ATAC. Yep. And so uh, Hitman comes and kills them.
1: Right. The Dove.
0: The Dove. No, Christos was the dove. This was like a Cuban hitman. I can't remember his name. Because he doesn't last very long in the movie. Okay. So Bond's going to track him down, and as he's finding him and is going to work his magic, suddenly a crossbow bolt flies out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. kills the guy, uh, because the daughter of the archaeologist is mad that this guy killed her parents, so she's going to go and get revenge. Correct. Correct. Um, I guess we should mention the crossbow is a crossbow was a big marketing thing in this movie. And the movie poster was a huge deal for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you remember, it had just this pair of legs, yep. you know, and Bond kind of distant sort of yes. underneath the legs with yes. his regular pose and a crossbow. And there's a huge question, whose legs were these on the mm-hmm. poster? I don't even mm-hmm. remember what the result was. I just remember our fervor. I couldn't quite figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> So now Bond has to find this girl, and uh, this leads to one of my favorite Bond chase scenes. So, all of course, the hitman's been killed, so he sends all his group after them, and so they're running away, and he's running to his car, another Lotus Esprit, and he's. We see this th- bad guy thug walk up to it. It has a sticker that says like Yeah, warning Yeah, some sort of protection <laughs> <Police> warning. <laughs> so he breaks the window, and the whole car explodes. <laughs> And so Bond comes up short, and he's like, "Well, I guess we'll have to take your car." And she has this ratty little Peugeot, yeah. you
1: know, VW-looking yeah, thing, yeah, lemon yellow, right? thing. <laughs> and so,
0: it, and their bad guys are chasing him in their cars, and it's just he's completely outclassed. But he uses mm. some of the
1: like at one point, it falls
0: over, and he gets the villagers to lift it back yes. up.
1: Yeah, it's so small, <laughs> yeah. and they're 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 going through like an olive grove or something, yeah, pecans or and, olives yeah, or something. Some sort of some sort of harvesting thing. Yep. Uh, it's is a, going on, and it's it's this really um, it's really steep slope, and it's a really windy uh, switchback road that has to go up the steep slope because they're in their small car yep. and are able to go perpendicular to the road, <laughs> yes. and the villains are going the long way down the actual paved track, uh, which makes it really funny. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so they get away, and then they're moving on. So now Bond has to go. Oh, I guess I forget exactly how they get on the trail of Loke. Who's some guy with octagonal sunglasses? And that's who I was thinking yeah. Dove.
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know how they get on his trail, but I remember yeah. they have to do that cheesy uh, yeah, So there's 3D a 3D modeling thing it, with it, Q. Yep, yeah,
0: they have a big a nose, not a yeah, banana Q. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we visit Q branch. We get a we get a uh, uh, hit on this guy, and so then we're off to go find him. And Molina's tracking along because she wants to kill everybody who's related to killing
1: her parents. Correct.
0: And uh, is this how they go to the Winter Olympics? Yes. Yeah. So they go to the Winter Olympics, and uh, encounter. Oh gosh! So there's a, a big fight scene in there with the. I remember the motorcycles with the spikes on the mm-hmm. tires and whatnot. But they encounter um, BB Doll, who's the the. Uh, prodigy a figure skating prodigy for america and her very slavic russianish sounding trainer <laughs> <laughs> um and she's infatuated with the bond in fact yes. she tries to sleep with him but he yes. you know given the 40 plus year day age difference or 30 year age yes. difference he calmly pushes her aside so a little comic relief there yep and uh, but then yeah, a big chase happens. I remember the big he's ski chase. Yeah, he's on the skis and he's in the bobsled. Mm-hmm, so, and the mm-hmm. bobsledders are going down and look back yeah. and bonds there and gives a little wave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and so
0: and that was that was and the biathlon guy was chasing after him, Eric right. something or yeah. another. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was her boyfriend.
0: That's right, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, at some point they end up teaming up with another criminal. figure who's who's opposed to the main bad guy who's got the a tag.
1: right he's got shipping connections yeah some sort of like almost like a mobster yeah he eats pistachios if i remember correctly exactly (laughs) Exactly.
0: because that's a it's a (laughs) pertinent point because he throws them on the ground at one point a bad guy so they know the bad guy's there yep and so they finally track down the main bad guy and he's on top of some mountain somewhere right
1: and they have to do this well i think i think what happens is i think bond thought he was involved that's right and they start talking to him, and then they start realizing that, wait a minute, maybe Kristoff's <laughs> the bad guy. You know, it's it's one of those kind of like double, double yeah. you know, switcheroos or whatever. Like, the bad guy turns out to be the good guy, and the good guy turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, yep. And then they team up together, and to go after the after Kristoff. Yep, that's exactly right. Which
0: I guess isn't the first time he's teamed up with bad yeah. mobsters, because certainly in... Um her Majesty's secret service he was married into the mob exactly yeah <laughs> so so yeah so there's a big mountain climbing thing that goes on as they're climbing up bad guys are attacking them and they eventually assault this bla- base and uh, i'm pretty sure christos gets crushed by some giant rolling thing or at least somebody does at some point there's <laughs> like a big round <laughs> wad of like packing paper or something yes. that's as tall as a man that crushes him but uh, at the very end you know they're they're racing to get to this attack, and the Russians have landed and I think it's General yeah, Golgo yeah, yeah, comes yeah, out famous General Golgo yep. we see him a lot yep and so he comes up to, to get it and buy it and Bond just takes it and just throws it and breaks it mm-hmm. and so and this is what I thought was awesome and I've always liked Golgo because he's just like
1: okay alright All right. so he gets Don't back in it. his helicopter Don't flies away it, yep
0: and uh, so you know it wasn't the raving
1: ranting Russian that we'll probably see in
0: yeah. in the uh, next movie right. or next couple movies
1: and, and the one thing nice about this one was, you know, we talked a little bit earlier, that, you know, this was kind of like this slow, instead of the, the 100 orange jumpsuited right. uh, heroes against the 50, 100 gray jumpsuited <laughs> bad guys, it was this tactical mountain climb, sneak up on yeah. this monastery where they were hidden out and they, they had to do mountain climbing and sneak up and uh, it was like this giant... I don't know, mushroom shaped, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, unusual thing they had to climb up and get to. So that was just that was an interesting, different. Yeah, it's just end it, of the movie scene.
0: Especially if you just put if you watch Moonraker and Eyes Only back to back, it's just two totally different films, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, one's sort of an action, almost action comedy, and the other, yeah. you know, is like a spy thriller kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, this so, one went really well. Yeah, uh, Sheen Easton sang the the theme song to this and had quite a hit. Another huge hit. Yeah. yeah. All right, so then the next one uh, is the one that all the teenage boys loved talking about, at least title-wise, and that is Octopussy. (laughs) Correct. So, once again, uh, I think it was 006, might be 009. Anyway, one of the 00s is killed. Yes. He's dressed as a clown, gets a knife in the back, Mm -hmm. drops a Fabergé egg. Yes. Brings Bond into it. (laughs) Yep. So, got to figure out why they killed our our guy. And so, has something to do with a Fabergé egg. So, they are going, there's supposed to be an egg auctioned. Yes. And they discover that the egg that they found is a fake. And so they put a little tracker in it. And so they're going to mm-hmm. go in. And so they go to the auction and, uh, Oh, and this is once again, where Bond starts rattling off all this information about, <laughs> Yes, oh, he knows well, everything. Yep. Yeah. Egg, Faberge eggs or blah, 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 blah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving everything the audience needs to know. Cause Bond knows it all. And so, yeah. I so never, they, I never thought about that. Bond's knowing everything is really just, uh, what do they call that? Uh, I'm just informing the audience, right? But he doesn't have to know it, right? He can easily ask once in a while, you know. Sure,
0: and will be like, "Oh, it's a relief you don't know everything." Right? Yeah, but no, but but I mean, there's
1: a there's a literary term for just people talking out loud for for for. The yeah. purpose is to inform the audience, not necessarily because the character yeah. needs
0: to know that. <laughs> exactly. So there's a fun little thing where he's they're bidding up the the auction, and of course the the guy who's the expert next to him is freaking out because Bond is paying, you know, really raising this up. And how are we going to pay for this? And, yeah. And he looks at the he asks to see the egg, and he's comparing it to the brochure, and he gives it back, and yeah. he's like, well, "What are you going to do if you win this?" He's like,
1: well, "I'll just claim it as a fake because I just switched them." Yeah, yeah. You can see it. You can see a second where he lowers yeah. his hand yeah. under yeah. his belly and lifts it back <laughs> up, and it's like. Theoretically, he did the swap. <laughs> yes,
0: and so he wanted to find out who wanted this egg because apparently, you know, obviously, it wasn't supposed to get yeah. out. So yeah. So who's in the audience? Kamal Khan.
1: <laughs> so who is? Who doesn't? Who doesn't look at all Indian to me? But no. uh, 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 him and him and his and another uh, woman. I don't think that was Barbara Bach yet. No, she doesn't she come in till later.
0: It was uh, it was uh, it was Maud Adams, Maud. is what you're thinking. But it was a blonde yes. woman. Oh, Maud Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lizzle, I think, is her character yes, that's name. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so beautiful, statuesque blonde yes. woman. Yeah, inside whatever, bad, bad girl. Bad girl, yeah. Uh, yeah, who's you know? But anyway, Kamal Khan is uh, the, the kind of the villain of choice of this movie,
0: right? And he's got—I can't remember the name of his henchman, but he's just this big, tough Indian, Indian guy. Yeah, wearing a <laughs> turban and exactly
1: got a chainsaw, <laughs> yo-yo chainsaws. Is oh, those are his, his thugs. Thugs, yeah. but Anyway, that, yep. yeah. Definitely. with these weird villain-esque weapons. Mm-hmm.
0: So there's a tracker they put in the fake egg so they can follow Khan back to India. And so a good chunk of the movie takes place in India. Mm-hmm. And so he meets up, on meets up with the MI6 guy there, Vijay, who apparently is an actual famous tennis star. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I had, uh, they um, did talk about playing tennis. That's, That's funny. right. Because at one point he's fighting... Uh, you know, there's a big chase and whatnot, and he's knocking these guys off this little golf cart thing yeah. with, a, with a tennis racket. <laughs> That's correct. <And> it's funny. <laughs> and then, uh, so Bond goes and meets Khan, who happens to be a ga- backgammon gambling kind of guy. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> so they have a backgammon game, and Bond notices that uh, Khan switches dice at critical rolls. And so he leads them into this trap. They make this big, huge bet, and they roll the dice. Oh. Or it's about t- Bond's time to roll the dice, and he claims, like, player's privilege to use Khan's dice, dice and he never looks at the dice rolls so like oh double sixes yeah <laughs> and, <fancy. it's, laughs> and so he wins his money and of course the big bad guy takes the dice and crushes, crushes them <laughs> yeah he's kind of like a, a Jaws equivalent exactly and then the big, big chase scene in the city, Bond has this big stack of, of money, money that he just won. Yeah, and he's in his pocket, and he gets stabbed with a knife,
1: but it just hits the money. <laughs>
0: and he throws it into the crowd.
1: Yeah, and, and all the, the poor Indian kids come yeah. out to get it, and, and that, that's a distraction from the villains to so exactly. get away.
0: So Khan sends Lizzle instead to try and do something to Bond, and so he seduces her and whatnot, and she's... The only reason that this scene is important is her escape is so cool, because <laughs> uh, she's in his oh, right. second floor apartment or, or hotel room or whatnot. Yeah. I don't. I think she gets away with whatever she needed. I forget what yeah. she was trying to do, but she ties her little sarong on the balcony oh, the egg. Oh, that's right. She gets the egg. She gets bag. the egg. She ties a little sarong on it and then just kind of twists, twists down. Twists down. Yeah. And at the time, you see it and you're like, oh, that was kind of a fun little trick. But but it actually is foreshadowing more about her character Correct, as well. Correct. Yeah. So and then we we have you know Saban's do more investigation and we find Octopussy, who is the Maude Adams who was actually in.
1: Um, well, we didn't mention her yeah. Yeah, she was Golden Gun. Golden Gun. She played. I guess she was kind of like a bad girl in that. She was. Uh, she was um, uh, Scaramanga's girlfriend. That's right. That's right. And uh, we didn't also, but didn't mention that that Scaramanga had to sleep with someone the night before his, oh i uh, forgot about event. that yeah so that was mod adams role in the <laughs> role was there she's in the prepping movie. prepping the assassin <laughs> prepping the, <laughs> cocking the gun as it were sorry uh, uh, anyway um so yeah she's like the only ma- uh, person uh, uh bond girl mm-hmm. to repeat at this point yep and there's no
0: i mean she's a totally different character on Correct. here Right. Although there is in the role-playing game, there's a little paragraph that she bears a resemblance to another criminal. <laughs> That's funny. So we find out that Octopussy is a smuggler, and she has this group of all women, sort of like an Amazon princess kind of yeah. <laughs> smuggling group. And Lizzle actually happens to be part of this group, and so that was. And their cover is that they're all circus. They're part of a circus. And so she was a circus performer, and that's how she was able to do her little escape and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, gee, island full of beautiful women. Bond has to go investigate. Yeah, and he hops in the. Uh, Wasn't is that when
1: he's in the alligator?
0: That's when he's in the alligator. Yeah. It's this alligator submarine. <laughs> <laughs> so he sneaks on there, and he confronts Octopussy, and she's like, "Oh, you know, do you remember this guy? He was my father. You know, he was a criminal. You killed him." And uh, or you, you closed in on him and he killed himself or something yeah. and so Bond's like are you going to try and kill me for it she's like no I wanted to thank you because uh, you gave him an opportunity to leave on his own terms or something like yeah. that and so yeah, they form sort of a smart brief this was an interesting scene so we reveal that she reveals that and okay so now we're essentially friends or at least not enemies right. and then Kamal Khan comes in to talk because he's teamed up with Octopussy and he's using her smuggling oh, that's and, right yeah and so she's like, oh, I have a guest. And she turns it his Bond, who Khan's been trying to kill. I think he did a safari at one yes, point and yeah, tried yeah, to kill him. Yeah. So, and so Bond is like, hey, how you doing? And he's just <laughs> kind of rubbing it in. So um, off he goes. And so he's going to go, and now he's going to assault Octopussy's Island yes. to try and kill him. Which is a, one of the sad parts in this movie. Because this is when the thugs with the yo-yo buzzsaw show yes. up. And VJ's on the other side Uh, or on the coast watching the island, waiting for Bond to come back, and they come up and they kill him with the the buzzsaw, which is too bad because he was a really good character. Mm -hmm. And then there's a big fight scene in Octopussy's place, and (laughs) Bond defeats them all, but they now are switching over. She's on his side now. But they still don't know what the heck is going on other than they're smuggling fake Russian artifacts. That's basically what it is. So the next step in this is going to her... uh, Circus Yes And it's going It's in East Germany now And it's going to West Germany To perform on a a naval base Yeah or no, I'm sorry, Air, Air Force Base. Base. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, so Bond sneaks onto the circus train and sees that the thing that they're smuggling the jewels in is taken out and is replaced with the a nuclear, nuclear bomb. Yeah, a dirty atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah. And they have direct, straight ties to the KGB. There's been scenes earlier where, uh, or not the KGB, just the Russian army in general. Yes. I yeah. forget the name of the Russian.
1: Yeah, he's not. He's not like Gogol or anybody. Right. He's just,
0: he's, he's just part, part of. Guy. Yeah. General of their army or whatnot. He,
1: he's a guy who, he's, he's like, uh, he's one of those, you know, warmongers who just doesn't like the peaceful direction that the Russians are going and he wants there to be a war so that it's back to the good old days exactly. sort of guy. Is, yep. You know, kind of his attitude.
0: And so his goal is he's just going to
1: start a war. He's going to yeah.
0: detonate a nuclear bomb in, in the middle of an American base, which will then Correct. make everyone pull... All
1: the American bases out of right. Europe, and then the Russians right, can this come. Is, this is right about the time that the wall came down, too. This is the early, 81 was about when... No, 89 is when the wall came down. Oh, was it? See, this is like deep oh, in... this is deep in. This is yeah. still in it. Okay, I'm can. I misremembering.
0: Miss <laughs> um, and... Along the way, they're financing, I don't know if they're financing the purchase of the bomb or they're financing something by making fakes of Russian artifacts mm-hmm. and selling them yes. and then keeping um, keeping the artifacts in there so that uh, nobody gets suspicious. Uh, and unfortunately, Golgo discovers that you know some of the jewels are missing, have been replaced with fakes and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so thats he's, he's on a witch hunt to figure out who's doing that. Yes. So Bonds sees this nuclear device, trade's taken off. But now he can't hide because his train is full of people who are trying to kill him. So he hides in a gorilla suit, <laughs> of all things. No way he could have gotten in that suit in the time it took for yes. all that. Yeah. But uh, so eventually he, they get to the base. the circus is going on, and it's in the cannon. I guess it's the finale. The cannon's going to shoot the guy, and he's going to fly out. And so mm-hmm. Bond has to take this incredible disguise of do you remember uh, Oh, another clown a clown yeah so he dresses up as a clown to try and sneak in and eventually he does but then he's trying to stop the bomb but and the people are they're trying like, to hold him back yeah they hold him back and then finally they see what it is and he quickly goes in and, and pulls it out it. just at the right moment yeah,
1: yeah it's, I don't remember if that said 007 or I not I don't think it did I don't think it did because I think that, as he pulled it that yeah exactly
0: so, saves the day, yeah. Khan has gotten away, so now he's got to go race and chase after Khan. Oh, and he captured Octopussy as well to give Bond extra reason to chase after him. Yes. So, he's in his plane, and they take off, and Bond is raced up there, and he's leapt onto the plane as it takes off. And this gets back to when we're talking about some of these huge stunts. Mm-hmm. So, Bond's hanging on the back of this plane, and he's kind of trying to manipulate the elevators to make it turn around. So, Khan tells his thug to go out on the plane and kill bond yeah. again while it's flying and so he comes out there so there's this big fight where they're on the plane yeah, right? yeah. I mean, there is, is that a, even possible I don't know <laughs> well apparently I, yeah. I don't know how you could get out of the plane right. on there without falling right. but yeah and so eventually bond beats him and he, the bad guy falls off the plane and presumably mm-hmm. dies mm-hmm. and somehow or another he gets her out of the plane but the plane itself ends up crashing and killing yeah. Kong so, but still, amazing, big, big stunt yeah, scene. Yeah, it ranks yeah. up there. Probably my second favorite fight on the on, in the sky. My favorite one is uh, uh, the the first Dalton one, where they're fighting in the back of the cargo plane and the oh. drug drug net. We'll yes. talk about it yeah, in future a future episode. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so he saves the day, and he and Octopusy reunite until the end of the movie, and until the next movie, I guess, sure. and then move on.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the one of the things that we didn't mention that I really liked in this movie is uh, somehow bond gets off the train mm-hmm. and he wants to catch up with it and he's he gets into this Mercedes somehow oh that's right yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and and he drives over one of those um, one of those uh, spike things that mm-hmm. pops out all your tires so all of a sudden he's on a car with no no uh, rubber on the tires, and exactly. he gets on the, the tracks, and perfectly that the the the, the 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 wheels meet the, the wheels meet the, <laughs> the rails. So yeah. he's he's riding on a train exactly. uh, train tracks on the Mercedes, and he's driving. Uh, I think he's driving with the train, and then the the conductor in the station sees him and pulls a lever, and suddenly he's driving parallel to the to the <laughs> train. Uh, but it's it's of course there's an oncoming train in the parallel track, so he's got to jump onto the train that he needs to be on just before the other the Mercedes uh, gets destroyed gets destroyed by the oncoming train. Yeah. It was just like that was a really fun a fun uh, that was that was a, a fun, great fun stunt. Uh, stunt scene, and uh, I forget if, if I th- if I remember the Mercedes like. Goes flying and lands mm-hmm. in, a, in a in a river, and then like later, somebody just finds it or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it's actually that. it was
0: Golgo's Mercedes, and yes. in the trunk of it was all the jewels. Oh, right. And so that's how, uh, or yeah, not Golgo, but the, yeah, the Russian. Yeah, yeah That's the Russian how Golgo guys, knows that Rush The right, Russian. Guy I knew there was a,
1: somebody it. investigating it later yeah. for some reason.
0: And in fact, he uh, the, the Russian guy realizes what's going on. He's chasing after the train, trying to get onto it because. I forget exactly why he's chasing onto it, but they end up his own the Russians have to shoot him down because mm-hmm. he's running into West Germany and it would effectively be an invasion if oh, he right. <laughs> ran in there. Yep. Yep. And so so yeah, that was that was a good one. It it wasn't a great one, but it had a lot of great pieces in it. And it was it, it really kind of checked boxes, I think. Yeah, for, I think overall it's just a good
1: one. I mean yeah. it's not it's not bad, but yeah, yeah. I was I'm just I'm also a big fan of of Maud Adams. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked her I, I like the actor who played Kamal Khan. I don't know mm-hmm. if I liked him as a villain, but just he just he carried just, himself interesting, yeah. way, in an interesting way. So just, yeah, in general, I like that movie. He was a little bit arrogant. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, all-knowing arrogant
0: like many yeah. of the other Bond uh, villains right. are. And he, just, he was just kind of doing his thing. And yeah. He was ruthless, but he wasn't sadistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess he was kind of doing the safari hunts and whatnot. Yeah, but, but still. Yeah. Or so. yeah, all. Pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah. Then I guess we move to the last one, last right? Last one, last one, and this is a view to a kill. Yay! So another great theme. Loved, yes. loved the in the video Durant. for Durant. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a good one. This one starts off this, one, and I remember now when you were asking about the the parachute stunt. Oh right. Because in this one, Bond is once again up in the in the snow banks of doing something, spying something in the Russians, and he's being chased, and at one point he ends up. Snowboarding, if I remember correctly, like did, he drove the front of a snowmobile and went snowboarding. Uh, that sounds familiar. Because oh, right, right, they cause played, the snowmobile breaks. And that's he has, right. turns it into a snow. Uh, uh, he takes the front slide yes. and and then they kick off the Beach Boys. <laughs> as <he goes>.
1: But <laughs> no, but, no, no, that's that's uh, that is uh, that's a different one.
0: What, oh, okay. Uh, oh, is that Brosnan? Brosnan? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. So many, so many similar stunts. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but he finds the, the British spies have this hidden submarine that looks like an iceberg yes. and they raise she raises the hatch and it has the Union Jack yeah, in the hatch yeah. and so then he gets in there and of course it's it's uh, manned by a beautiful woman or womaned by a beautiful mm-hmm. woman so while they're coming back after getting their information they I'm sure have plenty of time to wait <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember the big
1: plot of A View to a Kill oh I remember now yeah. oh it was uh, Christopher Walken's Christopher Walken Max Zorin uh, Max yeah. Zorin and what was he he, he was a genetic Thing. Yeah. He, oh, he was blowing up the, he the was, Silicon Valley. That's right. He, the, he was going to destroy Silicon Valley
0: and uh, take over, like, the tech industry, basically. Yes.
1: Yeah. It was kind of a weak, you know, it wasn't like a global thing. Right. It was just sort of a weak, you know. Yeah. It was very Goldfinger-esque,
0: kind mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I can't remember what trips bond onto it. Do they kill uh, They kill somebody who has to investigate? I don't know. He has to investigate Mayday. That was the thing. Yes. That was played by Grace yeah. Jones. Yep. And so that's the whole Paris scene is in there. So she's... Oh, I think he's supposed to meet a contact. That's what it is. He's supposed to meet a contact in Paris. And Mayday kills him with like this poisoned fly, like fishing rod. Yeah, butterflies. Butterfly, yeah. yeah. And so then he chases after her. and She leaps off the the uh, Empire uh, State uh, Building, uh, or Eiffel, Eiffel, T- Eiffel Tower. Tower yeah, and has a parachute and then he's mm-hmm. just like what? what? yeah <laughs> well, so that's
1: my job <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> and then he's racing in this car chase in another little Citroen and it yeah. like keeps getting broken like by the right. end of it yeah, it's, yeah, it's a front, front, front wheel drive <laughs> yeah it's only the front <laughs> half of the car <laughs> that was a bit ridiculous <laughs> it was it was in a glass bottom boat and stuff but anyway she uh-huh. ends up getting away so now he's got to figure out who this person is and it leads them to San Francisco um Stacy Sutton who's played yes. by um, the Charlie's Angel girl mm, can't remember her name Tanya Roberts yes that's right
1: from Beastmaster fame oh goodness <laughs> yes thank you
0: yeah and so he has to go and, and find her and she's trying to get oh that's right Zorn's trying to buy her out she oh, owns like right. a mine or something yeah. yes or property that yeah he she needs. has some
1: property just like you know yeah yeah
0: and so the best way for him to buy her out is just to she won't buy, she won't sell, so she scares. But Bond yeah saves them, and so Bond saves her, and then they get tied up and trying to figure out what Zorn's doing exactly. And uh, there's a big fight scene. Oh, I guess that's at the end, but a big fight scene on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, with the blimp. With the blimp. <laughs> yep. The, the getaway vehicle.
1: The I mean, bad a, guy choice. mean, Bond's gonna have every kind of like chase scene vehicle. Like what? What's the next thing we come up with? We hadn't had a blimp yet. So. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, so, he has to investigate
0: Zoran, and ultimately, Zoran's going to flood a bunch of mines. Yeah, he was going to blow up a mine. And that would was cause a massive earthquake. A he yeah. was going to
1: shoot a, it was, uh, underneath a lake, and the lake was going to uh, uh, flood the mines, and that was going to cause an earthquake. Yeah. Correct. Because yeah. she that, was a geologist. Right. Or her was brother a, was a geologist or somebody, something. Somebody was a geologist.
0: Quite frankly, her whole purpose in the movie was to yell, James, yeah. and have her save her Yeah, him, yeah. Or have him save her. Um, which was disappointing. She didn't really provide much other than eye candy no, and, and a, no. motivation for Bond right, to I do agree. stuff.
1: Um, well, I mean, the other the other uh, big moment was. I'm sorry, what was Grace Jones' character? Mayday. And Mayday. You know, is the was is the is the bad the villain's henchman henchwoman, and and Bond sleeps with her and convinces her that she <laughs> converts um, her once converts again. her once again, <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, the 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 bomb breaks, oh, or that's something like right. the bomb breaks, and it's on one of those little uh, handcart, you know, the, the, the teeter totter things that you have to move yeah. by hand, and the only way they're going to get it to work is that she has to. She has to manually get it out of there by herself. Right. And and, and you know, throws herself on the on the sword as you say and um and gets it out of the mine yep. but dies in the process because um she she's since she became good. She became good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that reminds me. One of the one of the
0: other kind of henchmen in there.
1: She had two or three
0: women that were kind of with her, and one of them was Jenny Flex, who was this blonde girl. You don't see her very often, mm-hmm. um, but I always I thought she was really fun just because she was pretty, and you know what was more about her. She ends up getting drowned in the in the mine, which was kind of disappointing. Well, she ends up being the the uh, female archaeologist in the Last Crusade. Oh, so. Just random bit of useless trivia cool. there. <laughs> so, but yeah. So ultimately, Bond has to find out or face Zoran, and so walk in his power blimp, and they fight up there, and they end up fighting on the top of uh, the uh, Golden Gate Bridge right. with axes and stuff, and then of course Bond wins and saves the day. Yes. And and that was pretty much it. Yeah, it was it was a forgettable movie. It is. There wasn't a whole lot to it. I was trying to think. There was one or two really great scenes in it. The the He's being chased in a hook-and-ladder fire truck in yes. San Francisco, which was yeah, kind of fun. Yeah. But, yeah, it was sort of a a denouement, I guess, to to Roger Moore's Bond. Uh-huh. It's unfortunate. But. That is. But on the other hand, he, you know, he didn't try and do another one or whatnot. Correct. Although there was, at this point, there was a bunch of legal wrangling with rights or something in the Bond movies because we're not going to have a Bond movie for, like, until till the wall falls so mm-hmm. probably 4 or 5 more years. Okay. And by then, you know, Dalton's going to be it yeah. and we move forward from there.
1: So that right. was that was Moore's last. And hurrah. and to be perfectly honest, I think I think Roger Moore's starting to get a little old at this point.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, cuz he's he was way older than I think he
1: was older than Connery when he started. Correct.
0: And so, but he Correct. still had
1: that that panache, that yes. style. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I don't remember, but I remember reading somewhere and I forget how old he was. Yeah. Smoking his cigars and yep, and, yep. Uh, and just enjoying life, enjoying life. But I mean, he was a good Bond. He was, yeah, he was. Um, he brought a levity to
0: Bond, mm-hmm. but he still had the the seriousness and the, and the the uh, strength of character to show you that Bond Bond was still Bond, right?
1: And he had a style. Yeah, I mean, he was a sharp dresser. He was smooth. Yeah, smooth and uh, uh, I don't know if we mentioned this before in the last one, but. Um, you know in in um, uh, he wore the white the, the white, white dinner jacket white tuxedo with the black pants that's mm-hmm. what i got married in that, that was my james <laughs> that was my james bond wedding outfit and um, my best man said this is kind of cool you know it's like everyone gets married in black tuxes but this is kind of cool this is different so that is cool okay. uh, i kind of wish i had done that now <laughs> <laughs> but cool. yeah
0: that was that was yeah. Excellent. anyway well, Patrick, thank you so much for taking time out of Con to talk not to me about this. I've been really wanting to schedule this. I know. This so. is an easy way to do it. We're Absolutely. both here. Why not? Yeah. And, and so the next one, I think we'll just combine Dalton and Brosnan, because yes. Dalton's only got two of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take it from there. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Patrick, Eric. tell people
1: where people can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at OverTheHillier. And you can also find me on What Did You Play This Week podcast, where I talk about board games and stuff. Excellent. Well, I'm Eric Dewey. I'm Patrick Hillier. And you've been listening to Inverse Genius. That's it
0: for this episode of the Inverse Genius Podcast. The Inverse Genius Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 License.
1: Thank you.